On today's episode of Locked On 76ers, the All-Star starters are announced and Joel Embiid is not one of them. We'll talk about why things might need to change with the All-Star voting. We'll do that next right here at Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NBA. And welcome. You are locked on 76ers. I'm Devon Gibbons from 97.5 The Fanatic Radio in Philadelphia, alongside my co-host and partner, as always, from the Inquire.com Sixers beat writer, Keith Pompey. Keith, what's happening, man? Happy Friday. Yo, what's, what's happening, D? Uh, happy Friday to you, bro. Happy Friday. Well, we're getting ready to approach the weekend and uh, get ready one day away from the Sixers and the Nuggets. So we'll preview that game. We'll also talk a lot about the All-Stars being announced on Thursday night, the starters in both conferences, and the matchup upcoming with Embiid and Nikola Jokic and uh, how, how important it is, especially when we're talking about NBA Rivals Week. Uh, going on currently right now. But first, before we get started, we want to thank everybody for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On 76ers is free and available on all platforms, including right here on YouTube at Locked On 76ers. Keith, the All-Star starters have been announced in the West. We're just, you know, LeBron and Zion Williamson, a little bit surprising, and a few other guys that are out there right now as far as the starters go. But really, uh, the one that we want to talk about, we'll get back to the West. The one we want to talk about is the East. And there was a question already of what it was going to be like because someone was going to be left off. I and mean, it's not a biased thing because of we're uh, uh, the, it's locked on 76ers. It's the Philadelphia 76 podcast. It's more of the fact that Jason Tatum, Kevin Durant, or Giannis and Denacumpo, or Joel Embiid, someone in the front court was going to be left out of the starting lineup. They're all MVP candidates, all having tremendous years. And while those three front court players are starting with Donovan Mitchell and Kyrie Irving in the backcourt based on the fan voting, Joel Embiid is the one that was left off. So that ends his five-year streak of being a starter in the NBA All-Star game representing the East. He will, of course, make the All-Star team. But when you look at this, man, someone was going to be left off, unfortunately, for the Philadelphia fans and Embiid. It is him. Do you believe that the NBA has it right with how they do their voting? And uh, if not, do they just simply need to go back to centers, forwards, and guards? Um, I, I think they should go back to center, forwards, and guards. And also, I think that you can't let these guys like pick what position they play. And what I mean by that is, you have certain guys who we all know that are guards, but they say that they're, they say they're forwards um, because the forwards are weak in that particular year. You know what I'm saying? Things like that. I, again, you got to get petitioned with the NBA. I know you can't flip flop and forth back and forth, but it's crazy. Here's the thing. None of this is surprising though. And the reason why I'm going to say that is because when you look at the way the voting thing is in a way you can say it's flawed. And, and the reason why I say that is because 
you look at it and it's the fan voting. There are certain days where people just go out there and they vote as many, as many times as they want to, yeah. right? Some days you vote and it's three, it, like if you vote on the 16th of January, it was worth three votes that particular day. So what happens is you, you, you look at it, people see the fan returns, and then all of a sudden people in Boston saw that Jason Tatum wasn't amongst the top scorers and then, I mean, top vote getters. So then all of a sudden, they just start voting for him. They got flooded with voting. Not just Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, too, start getting more votes. So then you go to the player votes. And a lot of times the players do not take it seriously. They don't. They don't take it seriously at all. Um, you know, there was one particular player, and I heard, and somebody asked him, hey, are you going to vote? He says, man, I'm voting for where I'm going to go during all-star break vacation. That's where my vote is. I don't vote like that. So, so that's another thing. And then you get to the media. I have a vote, but but those votes can also become subjective because sometimes, you know, some people we don't look at everyone at all times and we don't know. So you base it off of stats, you base it off of other different things. So I think what has to happen is, yeah, you can have a media vote, but then it also has to be come down to coaches' vote. That's it. Like when you start getting the fans involved, it typically whoever the top five in the fan vote gets or whatever it is, they tend to keep it <laughs> unless it's really close. So you kind of knew that um, that Jalen Brown was going to make it. And not only that, when Giannis Scott was the, was the lead of the vote getter, I said to myself, Embiid is done because, mm-hmm. because you knew that Kevin Durant was going to make it. And then you see Jason Tatum. And you look at it and you're like, nah, and be no love for Joel. Yeah, it's a tough one. Uh, and look, fans have always had a vote. So it, it's tough to take it away from them at this point. But maybe it is just how positionally they do it. If you're going to have the fans vote it, you bring it back. The problem with the center position in the first place, why they changed it, was because there weren't really any centers anymore, Keith, right? That were Shaquille O'Neal, David Robinson, Patrick Ewing, and so on and so forth. There were other guys that weren't really all-stars that were uh, being voted into the all-star game and it became a problematic thing for the NBA and they couldn't explain it of how uh, let's just say like Zaza Pachulia that year where he almost made it to the all-star game from the Golden State Warriors as a reserve because his country his home country just flooded them with votes and uh, that's how it goes so again he's going to make the all-star team so it's not a big deal in that case but it, we would be having the same conversation if Jason Tatum was was left out of the voting overall because of how things go. So it is a tough look on the league. They're probably going to have to go back to uh, the positions, especially when you have centers like Embiid and Jokic, Jared Allen, right? You have these players that are good enough in the NBA that should be all-stars and should be voted in. Demata Sabonis out West as well. They're going to have to figure something out because now guys are going to be left off. And Keith, you never know how agents put this stuff in their contract too, where as an all-star starter, not just making a team, but as a starter and has that as a bonus with the, with their franchise, that will also come into question. We'll give you the all-stars quickly here. The West, LeBron James is the captain, followed by Stephen Curry, Luka Doncic, Nikola Jokic, and Zion Williamson. The East, as mentioned, Giannis as the captain, Jason Tatum, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and Donovan Mitchell. And as good as Irving and Mitchell have been, Joel Embiid should be a starter in this game also. So that's where the tough part comes in. 
All right, we'll get on the other side. We'll talk about one starter in the All-Star game, and that is Nikola Jokic coming to town this weekend to take on the 76ers and Joel Embiid. Rivalry week in the NBA continues. These two get to go head-to-head for the first time this season, Keith. It should be a fun one on Saturday. We'll break down the game in the final segment, but we want to talk about these two individuals going head-up on Saturday afternoon here in Philadelphia. We'll do that next right here on Locked On 76ers, and that's after I tell you about LinkedIn. As a small business owner or hiring manager that you may be, you know that success in 2023 all depends on the team members you surround yourself with. So why? Why? That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. That's why. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have the skills, values, and experience to help you achieve your goals. LinkedIn Jobs help you quickly attract qualified candidates to open jobs with targeting tools. They go beyond resume data by using insights from your job posts, company, and their 875 million member profiles to put your post in front of the most qualified candidates. Identify the most qualified candidates on LinkedIn Jobs and connect them Fast and for free, LinkedIn Jobs makes it easy to screen and rate applicants based on your qualifications all on one platform. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on MBA. That's linkedin.com slash locked on MBA to post your job for free terms and conditions do apply all right welcome back here to locked on 76ers thanks again for making locked on 76ers your first listen for your next listen check out the locked on now podcast for nightly recaps of every nba game with analysis from our local experts it's free and available wherever you do get your podcast keith big matchup on saturday so we're previewing it right now since it's a Saturday game, three o'clock tip time here in Philadelphia. And the Sixers are going for win number seven in a row. And they're going to have to do so over the visiting Denver Nuggets, 34 and 15. They're eight and two in their last 10. They are 12 and 11, though, Keith, away from Denver. Uh, a good matchup here between the Sixers and, of course, the, the Nuggets. But the focal point, as we know, will be Joel Embiid and Nikola Jokic. What are you looking for in this matchup? I mean, I'm, first of all, I'm helping that they both play. I mean, you know, Joel yeah. Embiid did kind of tweaked his, 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 you know, his left foot, and and Jokic has missed three of the last four games with with hamstring tightness. So, mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, like I, I hope that they play. But but the thing is, you know, it's it's funny, you know, after uh, Wednesday's game, you know, I asked Joel about the upcoming matchup and is he excited about it. And he's and he just start trying to downplay it and and talking about other guys on the team and, and how good Denver is. Right. But the funny part is, like you said, is early on, this is what everybody's talking about. Yes. You got one team that's number one in the West, the other team that's number two in the East. Right. And, and, and I get that Denver is leading the league in three point percentage, but all people want to talk about and all people want to have their eyes glued on is, is, is these, this matchup, the center matchup, you know, the Joker, you know, two-time reigning MVP, Embiid won back-to-back. I mean, not won him, runner but up. back-to-back runner-ups. Okay. So so it's one of those things where, although Embiid's not an all-star starter, you can he's, he's, he's not arguably, he is a top-five player in the league. The Joker is, too. 
So I'm really looking forward to this, man. And 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 to me, you know, I know is is one of 82 games for each guys, but when I look at this, I'm looking at how they play against each other and how they how their form, their team rallies around them in this game to help shape my my vote. Um, if I get one, when it comes down to the MVP starting, I mean, vote, excuse me, and all NBA starters and all stuff like that. So, you know what I mean? I, I that That's what I want to pay attention to is this head to head. I mean, forget about the game. The game is going to be great. But to me, I want to see what NBA can do against the Joker. This is going to be fun. I mean, typically these both of them put up outrageous numbers and uh, they really go at it. The team around each of them have been good these last couple of seasons when they faced off. And this has become a rivalry. And it really has picked up because of the MVP thing with Jokic winning the last two and the runner up over the last two has been Joel Embiid. That's where it has really picked up. And it's funny because you talk to Sixer fans via your social media and your emails. I talk to them both social media emails and on the phones when I take the phone calls. And man, the, the Sixer fans. They stand up for Embiid when it comes to Jokic. And I always try to, like, look, man, we we all like Joel Embiid and love his game, and we can call him the most dominant player. We can call him the best center, whatever one you want to go. But, you know, let's not diminish what Nikola Jokic is because if you were building a team and you had to choose one and you lost the coin flip, you wouldn't be disappointed with the other one if you got him. So that's what makes them both so great. They bring out the best in each other. It's not like they only focus on this type of game to really bring it out of themselves. Uh, they do it all the time. And that's what makes them two, the two greatest big men in this game. And I want to see how uh, Embiid factors against Jokic. And I want to see how Jokic factors against Embiid and how much help will each team send in helping each other out and defending these two guys because of how dynamic they are with their scoring. Will Michael Malone send a double team to help out Jokic because his defense, he's not really known for that defense. And on the other side, will Doc Rivers also send some type of help to Joel Embiid, who really doesn't need help as a defender, one of the best two-way players in the game. So this is going to be a fun matchup. I can't wait to see it either. And uh, we'll talk about the rest of the game on the other side as we wrap things up and give a few more key matchups that we're peeking at uh, if everybody's available for Saturday's game. NBA rivalry week continues. Sixers Nuggets will break it all down next right here. Locked on 76ers. The NFL playoffs is here. We're, we're, we're really excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On because they're the what number one sports book in America, FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that makes betting on sports fun and easy. New customers join today and get a $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up at FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. Plus, you can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. All on the app that's safe secure and super easy to use i'm telling you so football fans don't miss out place your first five dollar bet to go get 150 dollars in free bets win or lose at fanduel.com locked on make every moment more with fanduel the official sportsbook partner 
of the NFL. All right. Appreciate it, man. And uh, thanks, everybody, for making Locked On 76 as your first listen. Keith, what else is uh, standing out for you in this one in terms of matchups? Number one overall seed in the West are the Denver Nuggets. And uh, for the East, the Sixers, we know where they are right now behind the Boston Celtics in second place ahead of the Milwaukee Bucks. So what are you looking for other than Jokic and Embiid, uh, a matchup or two that really stands out for you as the Sixers uh, have game number two of this four-game homestand? You know, really, it's, it's not. I, I, I don't know if I want to say a matchup or two, like a head-to-head matchup. I want to see how the 76ers guards and wings can match up against theirs. Okay. You know, I mean, because when you look at uh, these guys, I mean, those, those guys, talking about Denver, they have some quality players. Now, again, if they all play, like Michael Porter Jr., I know he's missed three games for personal reasons. Um, Jamal, J- um, Jamal Murray missed the last game, and I think he was resting his knee. Yeah. But – I like those two guys, and I want to see how Maxi and them can, you know, can, can play against those Maxi, Melton, and even Tobias Harris. You know, with a guy like Michael Porter Jr. You know, you want to see how they can go ahead with these guys. Now, again, you know, Denver. No, no offense to Denver, but Denver is like the 76ers. They're one of these teams that they do very well in the regular season. And then they have, have had, you know, their struggles a little bit in the playoffs. Now, they did in the bubble. They did go on and do certain things in the bubble, you know, to Doc Rivers and them. But outside of that, it's kind of sort of like, you know, they've been a little underachieving. But I really, not besides saying I want to see two guys go ahead to head outside of Embiid and the Joker, I would like to see how their perimeter players go up uh, compared to the Sixers. I was going to go with the guard play also, so I'm right there with you. Not much to add to it. Certainly James Harden and DeAnthony Melton getting the starting nod, and then Shake Milton and Tyrese Maxey coming in and how they do it. So this one is real simple, man. Just two really, really high-level teams, uh, evenly matched that they are, two really good coaches in Doc Rivers and Michael Malone and how they do things. Uh, we this could be, you know, a lot of people look at this one, Keith, and they talk about it. If the Sixers are able to, of course, get past the other teams in the Eastern Conference, that this would be the matchup that a lot of people want to see the Sixers and the Nuggets in the NBA finals going head to head. So maybe a little preview uh, with this one. Of course, a lot of work to be done. But if we could wish for something and have a seven game series of these two teams with these two high level players and Embiid and Jokic facing off for a championship, I don't think the league would be disappointed one bit. Uh, one bit at all in, in this case. So uh, should be a good one on Saturday. And then Sixers will return on Monday hosting Orlando Magic as they host them for two. Hopefully they don't get clipped like the Boston Celtics do against the Orlando Magic. They just simply have their number this season. Well, we got to thank everybody for making Locked On 76ers your first listen on our next one. We'll preview the Orlando Magic and the Sixers on Monday. Now make your second listen Locked On NBA, Locked On Experts, covering the biggest stories around the NBA every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes is free and available wherever you get your podcast. Keith, do you mind letting good folks know where they can find us? Yeah. Wherever, like D said, wherever you get your podcast, you can make sure you get this podcast, but then also, you know, you can follow my man D on, on Twitter at divine G nine, seven, five. And then tonight six to 10, you, the divine given show 
right, on 97.5 FM, uh, the Divine Giving Show from 6 to 10 p.m. And then you can follow me on Twitter at Pompeii on Sixers, and you can read my article about Joel Embiid and the Joker um, in today's Philadelphia Inquirer and Inquirer.com. That'll do it for us this week. We thank you for hanging out with us this week, and we'll talk to you on Monday. Keith, have a great weekend, man. All right, bro. Same to you. Have a great weekend, everybody.